can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of Through the Lens. This is Darren, but I kicked Tracy to the curb and replaced her with two guest reviewers today. We have tried and true Marsha. Hello, hello. And first time reviewer with us and strand employee Robbie. Welcome, Robbie. Hello, happy to be here. So I should start by introducing uh, what movie are you two primarily reviewing here today? We're talking about uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. So the reason you two are here is I'm going to do my anti-Harry Potter credentials. <laughs> I have never seen the <laughs> movies. I have never read the books. I saw the first two Fantastic Beasts but didn't get them. And I realized <laughs> that when you don't know what the heck's going on, it's hard to review a movie. So first, Robbie, what are your credentials to review Fantastic Beasts? Uh, so I've been a Harry Potter fan for quite some time. It started for me when I was in fourth grade uh, because I really loved reading like any book I could get my hands on. Um, and my grandma had started reading the Harry Potter books. And um, I think when she had read them, like she hadn't seen the movies or anything. So a lot of like the names and stuff were hard to like know how to actually say them like Hermione and things like that. But she really liked the books and she thought um, it would be something that I would really like. Uh, so then I started reading them and uh, I finished all of the Harry Potter books and I was in seventh grade and I loved that series. And then seventh grade, that was ironically the, around the time that the last installment of the film series had come out. And I remember uh, going with, <clears throat> excuse me, my aunt, uh, my cousin, who was also a big fan of the Harry Potter books and her boyfriend. And we went in like the morning, we were like the first showing for that movie. And I remember that was kind of like really emotional for me because it's like, you know, I was growing up while, you know, watching these characters grow up in the film. So it was like, wow, it's, it's all really over. But um, I really do like Harry Potter. I love uh, universal, like the, um, the whole world that they have there. I would love to go back there again. And then uh, with fantastic beasts, I read like the book, um, so that what is based off of is it's it's supposed to be kind of like if you were a student reading a textbook is like what the book is originally about like telling you about all the different like animals in that universe and so i just thought that was really cool um fantastic beast the first one i remember liking it a lot because i thought the characters were cute and everything and the second movie i did watch it when i was on an airplane coming home from the uk but I don't really remember a lot of it. And I kind of, I probably should have watched that again before seeing the newer one. Cause there were some things that had happened in that movie that carried on into this one that I was like, wait, what happened? But I like fantastic beasts and I like Harry Potter, but I wouldn't say I'm like too like diehard of a fan. Cause there's this um, show on cartoon network that uh, me and my mom and my brother watch. That's like a, it's a game show for like really hardcore Harry Potter fans, but they ask like the Wait, most difficult questions. Yes, they do. Yeah. Do you watch it? I've, I've seen it a couple times, yeah, but I can't watch it around my husband because he would fail and he'd be really sad about it. Because I have no idea what's going on. So, so that not only do you have a family connection to Harry Potter, but you watch a game show about Harry Potter. That's right. 
Marcia, you don't have a cool connection like that. You're just a nerd. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a nerd, but I am definitely going to call you and Tracy both out for using your pass <laughs> at the same, on the same movie. <laughs> I saw the first two of the Fantastic I mean, Beasts, but I didn't get them because all they were talking about stuff that you, happens. Yeah, you have totally lost your nerd cred over anything Harry Potter or Wizarding World related. You've seen one Harry Potter movie. Hated it. Hated it. Haven't read any of the books. No, I, I gave it in my card for that one. Yeah. So let's put so I'm this... the opposite of you. I've seen them all. I've read them all. I've listened to them all. I've seen all the movies at least two or three times or five or six. So <laughs> see, let's get into the stats first. Uh, does one of you know what is this is rated and how long it is? It is um, PG-13, two hours, 22 minutes long. Oh my gosh, that's long. Oh, yeah. And is there an end credit scene? I don't think there usually are for Harry Potter movies. I legitimate cheated, and I did not stay till the end, and I Googled whether or not there was an end credit scene. There is not. However... You didn't didn't care enough about our listeners to sit through the credits. The Wizarding World is... All of the movies are known for having fantastic scores, so if anybody enjoys music or musical score, I would stay through the end. You want people to... Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to sit there just to listen to the music in the dark. I just went to a Columbus Symphony Orchestra playing um, with uh, Order of the Phoenix with the movie playing and the symphony played the whole time. And I paid money to see that. So you paid money. That's cool. You yeah. paid money to see the orchestra play Harry Potter. <laughs> and, yes, I did. And Robbie thinks it's cool. Yes. So I have the two correct people to review this. <laughs> so I, I got... I had problems with the first few Tessies because I had not read the books. I couldn't tell what was going on, and everything kind of tied into something that happened in their movies. So, do you think you need to know about Harry Potter to enjoy this movie? I would say so. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. yeah. And and to do, do you think you need to have seen all of them, or certain ones that you need to have seen? And I know it's kind of tough because there's a lot of Harry Potter movies, and there's two Fantastic Beast movies. I would say if you have seen like preferably like ideally if you've seen all of them like you'll understand it the most but if you only need to see a couple i would say probably like the last two of like the series and like of the original harry potter but then i would definitely watch um the second fantastic beast before seeing this one because there was a lot of it that i was confused i was like wait when did this happen because i didn't really remember what happened in the other one correct i rewatched both fantastic beasts two times in the last two weeks to kind of help prep for this movie. And if you didn't see them, or if you only saw them once a long time ago, or when they first came out, you you're going to be completely lost. So this is really closely tied, at least to the fantastic beast movie. Oh yeah. It it is like, I mean, it's, it's the same characters. It's the same storyline. It expounds upon is the mole thing that steals stuff in it. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I nope. love the mole. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Is he I mean, mole? He looks like a mole. I don't even remember what he's called. Nar- it's not an argol, <laughs> right? No, I don't know what it is. I never actually read the real Fantastic Beast kind of like textbook. I love that it's a textbook and they turn it into a movie. It so, is a textbook. I, I'm yeah. <laughs> so, um, you th- so if you have not seen the other Harry Potter movies, this might not be the best thing to see. Did Now, you guys are Harry Potter fans. I'll start with Robbie. Did you like this movie? I did. I liked it a lot because um, I did like how you you saw a lot of different things about like the wizarding world in general, not just about like specific people. 
um, just kind of how, like how that whole world looks, because I think that's something that, you know, a lot of Harry Potter fans, like the beginning, they like, you know, this is really cool that you see this wizarding world, but like, what else is there besides like Hogwarts? So I really liked it from that respect. And uh, Jude Law, I thought was a great casting choice uh, to play the younger Dumbledore. Um, I thought he had the right amount of like wisdom, but he's also very like whimsical person with maintaining kind of like seriousness. So I thought he was really good for that. And um, the visuals were like stunning, like seeing the places that they went to was really cool. Are they, are they, I think in the other ones, they were like in New York or something because it was like how the wizards are treated differently. I mean, is this all just set in New York or England or is it other places? It's, it's everywhere. Like it's, they're in Queens, they're in, was it Hungary? Like the, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. They're in London. They're, they're pretty much traveling everywhere. Um, so you mentioned Jude Law is Dumbledore, and that's a big guy from the original show series, I'm assuming. But yeah, uh, that's right. My, yeah, well, my, no, yeah, Dumb, yeah, Dumbledore. Johnny Depp uh, from Behind the Scenes here, he got kicked out for some stuff going on in his life. So is Grindelwald in this movie? Because he did some major crimes last movie, even though I, I'm not sure what the crimes <laughs> of Grindelwald were, but the whole movie was them. So is he is that character in this movie? He is, yeah. He's like uh, kind of the main antagonist in this. Yeah, Matt, Mads Mikkelsen plays him and took over for Johnny Depp, which there's your Marvel reference. Oh, because he was in, um, he well, he was in, Doctor Shang, Strange. he was in Doctor Strange, and then Jude Law was uh, also and in Captain uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel yeah. So we always have to have a, if you haven't heard every episode, we always have to have some type of Marvel or superhero reference to this. Oh, also have a DC who's the DC reference? Ezra Miller. Oh, I hate that guy. I know, but doesn't the world hate him now? By the way, Didn't I think get, they do. He got arrested but... for something, and yeah. they want like he's the Flash, right? He's the Flash. Oh, is he the creepy, weird dude in the uh, second Cre- one? Cretus? What? What's his name? Previous? Yeah, I was confused because like I remembered like that there was a character that he played in the last one, but then in this one, I at first thought he was supposed to be the younger version of Snape. And then when he said his name was like, like, like clear, oh, whatever yeah. his name Boy, was, I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're good. We didn't, we didn't anything. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. So you got, you didn't ruin it for me. <laughs> yeah, he's a big character in the first and second one. And, and the thing about this movie is that it just starts. So it gives zero prologue. Zero, you know, in case you missed it, like nothing. It, it just kind of have starts. like a Star Wars scroll to be in it. Oh my gosh, no, not at all. In 1920, so, wizards and mooblies were not doing that. Um, they're magic. called muggles or non-madge. Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling better. Um, or no madge, no madge. This movie is called Fantastic Beasts. And I know the first few had, you know, they had that little mole thing. And there's like a little twig dude and a phoenix so are there beasts in this one and are they cool looking yeah there's um the main beast that the story kind of centers on is i don't remember the name of it but it kind of looks like a phoenix hippogriff i don't it's like it's a bird deer looking thing i I don't that probably wasn't the best description but um that's kind of something they're all like trying to fight over uh so it's is the plot make any sense? Like, is it cool or is it just like, hey, let's go look at some monsters? Oh, yeah. No, I think it definitely makes sense. I mean, they and they completely tie in. You know, like Robbie mentioned, the the beast that it sort of centers around a little bit 
they tie it into very clearly into the storyline and then the supporting beast characters you know with scamander's little sidekicks which one of which is like the little oh, mole thing scamander oh, uh eddie remain yes i remain sorry um the little stick guys in there again his little like stick friend um there's there's a really good comedic scene with some crazy beasts that i kind of thought was funny i need to go on a tangent here of course so i don't know anything about harry potter but someone had me do one of those quizzes <laughs> and apparently I, which one i'm in hufflepuff you're <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that scamander is in scamander's a hufflepuff. he seems like a loser do i want to be in his he's crew not a loser he would would you say he's um on the spectrum um asperger's maybe they've kind of there have been articles that have oh that's what he is i don't know alluded him to being either autistic or asperger's or but just for the record for you listening i was not insulting (laughs) people i was just saying i don't like the character but Mm -hmm. so i don't know anything about harry potter but apparently i'm in his house yes you're a hufflepuff okay so i never do these quizzes online because you'll have no idea what you're talking about you like the special effects of the beast um the plot you said you liked. Who is going to like this movie? And you can just say Harry think, Potter or whatever. You can say whatever you want. I think Harry Potter fans in particular, I think that's going to be the niche audience for this because they're going to be able to understand it better than anyone else. But um, you know what's funny is I did see a lot of people like coming in uh, to the theater to see that movie that weren't necessarily like they didn't you know say that they were like big harry potter fans or anything like that so i think they'd be able to enjoy like you know how like fun a lot of it is because you know it's a magic movie so there's a lot of like fun sequences but like probably wouldn't remember a whole lot of it just because it is kind of confusing for even like me someone who loves harry potter but like i didn't really remember a lot from what happened in this particular series so that kind of made it a little confusing for me do you feel like you need to see this on the big screen because i'm assuming there's a lot of special effects oh 100 percent, yeah okay so this is the most diff- this is a weird question for you i noticed the first two movies maybe it's because their setting is in like 19 was it 20s yeah that's right they have kind of like a gray dark kind of washed out aesthetic a little bit like this the town this is it look the same kind of cinematography as the first two yes that's just like a little nerd point. yeah because it was also david yates which directed the other two Okay, now I'm getting some nerd stuff here. Robbie, first mm-hmm. I want your favorite Harry Potter movie is, and then I want you to tell me roughly where this slots in in the Harry Potter rankings. I'm going to ask the same question to Marsha. So my favorite Harry Potter movie is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which is the third one. And that's also my favorite from the books. Um, that one I love just because I love how it explores kind of um learning more about harry potter's past and then Sirius black coming into uh the picture so i really loved that um i would probably i'd say this this secrets of dumbledore is probably in the middle because like i did really enjoy it but i wouldn't say it's like my top favorite but like i don't hate it either i think my least favorite was probably the Deathly Hallows part one, just because that was like very intense and very dark. Uh, but that's probably where I would rank it. All right, Marsha, what's your favorite Harry Potter movie? So my favorite is probably the fourth one, which is the Goblet of Fire, because it's it's the most maybe lighthearted 
when it starts, you know, it gets dark and it kind of introduces when things get really dark. Um, What's your least favorite? Well, but this also explores other schools and other like magic cultures a little bit more. My least favorite was probably uh, Chamber of Secrets, maybe. I don't like the first couple as much as a lot of other people. And then where does this one rank, roughly? Um, Top third, bottom third, middle third? I would probably agree with Robbie. It's about the middle third. It's the best of the three Fantastic Beast movies. Okay. Um, Because there's some resolution and there's things that are verified and... Um, is this kind of, kind of like, about from the Harry Potter books and, and world? I realize there's going to be 70 more no matter what you tell me, but is there an obvious Fantastic Beast 4 or is this like an end of a story? Mm, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's an obvious one. It's not like it's a cliffhanger where like, okay, now I'm going to go find another beast next movie. It, you, they could do that, but it's not obvious. Yeah, the first two definitely made it obvious that they had to do another one after that. Yeah, I agree with like how this was kind of done where it's like you get like the closure from it and like, you know, you're satisfied with how it all turned out. But it's like I could potentially see them like adding on or it could be like a precursor to something new, but it kind of it could go either way. Is it possible we are going to see? Hey, what's the little dude that I have the Lego of the little Smeagol looking guy? Um, Dobby? Yeah, is there going to be Dobby Origins? Dobby Origins? (laughs) Maybe Origins, but definitely not um, what happens to Dobby after. Oh. (laughs) About him, but he looks (laughs) Apparently, he's not going to get I mean, there is a house elf in this movie. You see him for like half a second. I mean, if we could do a Fantastic Beast Grindelwald, whoever that is, prequel, we can do a a Dobby's, you know, generational movie. Sure. Sure. I I don't know. He's the only character I I'm recognize. impressed that you know Dobby. I mean, I, I didn't know. He looks like Smeagol. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Smeagol. So, okay, we got, what do you want to score this movie? And since, you know what, since Robbie's first uh, on the show, I'm going to make Marsha go first. So, Robbie, Tracy always has to go first and she gets mad at me. So, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give you. So the, make your wife go I'm going to give you. you the, no, I'm going to give Robbie. Don't <laughs> bestow on my partner, Tracy, and make you go second. So, Marsha, you get to go first. Um, we go on to this 10. movie, so I always give my ratings based upon audience um, and not just like an overall movie rating. So I'm probably going to give this a pretty solid eight. Um, the The effects were great. You know, the story could have been a little bit better, but you already knew who the characters were. So you just kind of jump into it. When you say based on audience. Are you saying if you like Harry Potter, you will like if this? If you like Harry Potter, Perry Potter. If you like Harry Potter, Perry Potter fans will love this movie. <laughs> I, I think you will not be disappointed in this movie. I think you'll you'll enjoy it. If you don't like Harry Potter, but you like any like science fiction, fantasy, that kind of stuff, I think you can still enjoy it. Robbie, what do you rate this thing? Marsha's talked long enough to let you think and collect your thoughts. I was actually thinking around the same. I was thinking like either 7.5 or like an eight somewhere in there. Um, Cause I agree. Like I think for Harry Potter fans, this is definitely going to be a very enjoyable movie and it does feel, you know, nice to be able to go back to see a lot of these characters be revisited. But I do think the story d- did need to be developed a little bit better in certain parts. Cause it's kind of like what's going on, but I liked how there was like an era of mystery around it and how like you know things it was like i'm trying to think of how to explain it it's like events would happen 
and then you're kind of looking back like oh it makes sense now so i kind of liked that mystery element um i did think some of the dialogue was kind of corny but that's just i think a personal thing but overall i really enjoyed that movie did did um grindelwald get revealed as harry potter's father oh that's I, like I, a stab to the heart man the whole going, idea of harry potter is that his I was, parents I was, died I was, when he was one year old i was just making like star wars kind of reference He's like you are my father <laughs> see you just spoiled the whole book of harry potter by telling people uh, yeah, that that's like over 20 years if you're giving harry potter book spoilers at this point people are like i did not listen to the show okay so i don't i think marcia has it up on her phone do you know when people can actually see this at the strand I do. You can see it Saturday, um, April 16th, 2 p.m., 5.30 p.m., and 9 p.m., and Easter Sunday, 1 p.m. and 4.30 p.m. Robbie, I'm going to put you on the spot if you don't know the In answer. In the main theater. I can guess. Do you know what's coming out next weekend at the Strand? Because um, I, I should I think it's the bat. Is it the bad guys movie with the cartoon? Yes, that's what it was. I was trying to remember because I was picturing the poster. I just remember there was like a wolf character, but the bad guys. Yes, that's that's what it was. That so looks fun. It's uh the bad guys is a uh, is basically the all these bad animals that I guess he decides to become good. So they become good guys. It looks yeah, kind of interesting. People like him if he's good. Yeah, so that looks interesting. So I there's a chance. Ladies and gentlemen, that Parker will watch that with me, but she got scared during Sing 2, if that's mathematically possible. So I will try to convince her to watch it with me and review it. Um, but if not, we'll do our best to get you some sort of information about it. <laughs> um, last final thoughts, parting thoughts on this movie. Rob, this is your first time on. Do you have any other things you want people to know, besides spoilers, about The Secrets of Dumbledore? I solemnly swear that this movie is really good. <laughs> oh, okay. She put her reputation online. Marsha, do you have any final thoughts? Do we know the secrets? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We definitely know some Dumbledore secrets. Um, my final thoughts are if you... I I would revisit the first and second movie before you see this one. A hundred percent. Yep. My final thought is you are welcome to at me at Twitter for being horrible and not knowing anything about Harry Potter. Um, and I apologize, but I did my best to do the review with two experts. I hope it was more mm -hmm. educational than anything I could have told you. Thank you, everybody. Welcome you back next week and give Tracy some grief if you see her for bailing out on this review. We'll see you. <laughs>